What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Geeks and Peaks. Today, we'll be talking about Power Rangers 2017, the movie. So, you guys, jumping right into it, what do you guys think? What are your thoughts? What's uh, everyone listening thought- to? What are all the cool jams? Never forgive you all for making this movie flop, and now we're rebooting it. It had so much potential. It had so much promise. Sure, there were issues, but those are issues that could have been fixed over time in a series, but you didn't appreciate it for the masterpiece it was, but it came out, and so now it's done, and it's all your fault i also, also want to say i made a video about how much i love this movie because i remember I, that video and i don't know what it was about me sitting in front of a camera and telling people that i like this movie that everyone felt the need to stitch me and be like and i think that this movie is garbage and the fact that i was like okay okay i i get it you don't like the movie okay these people would be so don't you hate when people don't you hate when people in a mass amount have a contradictory opinion to your opinion and then like they keep telling you that you're wrong about your opinion and you know your opinions can't be wrong but like people keep trying to beat in that like i didn't like it you liked it you're trash because you liked it because i didn't it was like a very popular opinion like you're not telling us anything new like we heard people shit on this movie when it came out we know we know you don't like it I, I liked it Listen, from habits is um i forgot i think it was the rise of the team in team movie i forgot it was something and he was talking about how much he liked it so i basically commented be like i don't think it's that great and they're going on and on and then habits response was just like i really don't care what you think. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry but like normalize normalize like, not, not music like playing in the background <laughs> just can like, we normalize ah. not demonizing people for saying that they don't care about what you're talking about because you know, people people think no. that your your platform is their platform so like yeah. i want to voice my opinions on your video because that's saying, the place like, to do this it this is not a democracy i will delete and block <laughs> no, you no, get mad at me. my whole thing is i make a whole video talking about how much i like something what makes you think that you coming here talking about how much you hate it what do you think is going to happen do you think I'm gonna stop everything and be like, you know what? I put a lot of work into this video, but you're right. I actually don't like it now. That was no, that was me when I made a video talking about like I don't respect people who say that Korra was a bad avatar. Like I'm not even talking about if you like the show or not. If you say the Korra was like a bad avatar, she didn't do her job well. I don't respect that opinion. And I got so many people stitching me arguing from that opinion. I was like, I'm not gonna watch this. I just said I don't respect people who hold opinion. Yeah. You'd be like, here's why this opinion is right. I'm like, I don't care. And I literally just wouldn't watch the video yeah no literally and it's like when like when you talk about power rangers too and like liking it and then people like stitch you and say they don't like it it's always like if you don't watch my stitch if you don't watch my video it just means you're not taking any information mm-hmm. and you're not trying to like actually have a conversation no i'm not trying to have a conversation i don't want to it's in my opinion i liked it i don't care what you truth is i saw like a white boy with a fisherman hat um stitch my video and i was like no thank you it's like okay but my whole thing is when i go into a movie right if i don't have a lot of massive thoughts about something or i feel like i'm not i'm not able to really talk about it in a way where i can defend my stance you know i just won't talk about it but When I talk about something I like, I really go in depth on the reasons I like it. And because I never want to just say like, you should like this because I like it, period. You know, and the thing about Power Rangers that I really like is that the movie spends its time really establishing the, the team. They're trying to build themselves as a team for the and it's a lot like Eternals where it isn't really action heavy. It's more so really trying to focus on the characters itself. And the campfire scene for me is one in specific when Trini, again, I'm, I'm a sucker for quotes. Like if you guys are listening to this, 
this, you're going to be like, here he goes with another fucking quote again. But, <laughs> like, I am a sucker for quotes. And when Trini, when Trini is talking about how she doesn't relate to her family because they're so normal, they're too normal that she doesn't fit in. They want her to talk more, dress different, hang out with the people that they want yeah. her to hang out with. Um, I just related to that a lot because it's like, you know, it's it's hard when, you know, maybe your, your mindset is different than your family's or you don't necessarily see eye to eye or you're a queer yeah. person, you know? So I, I definitely can appreciate the fact that they had characters like Trini, characters like Kimberly, who Kimberly isn't necessarily like every hero we see. Like she's not necessarily like she doesn't have a good track record. She's done some horrible things, horrible things. But what I like about it is that in this movie, they do show that she does want to do better and she does feel guilt for what she's done. Like Jason tells her, like, you've done something awful, but you're not an awful person because of it. And it's those type of things that people aren't going to appreciate because it's not a slapstick cgi fest you know it's focusing on characters um but go I ahead sir bounce off what habits was saying about kimberly because i remember when i was watching so i have complained about this before i hate when a movie is setting up a character that's supposed to be morally gray or a character that used to be bad and then they're showing oh this person is good now i'm not saying they have to be a total monster but you can tell when they're more concerned about making sure the audience likes the character than actually showing the progression and so i'm so used to them being like oh this character is bad but actually this thing that they did was by accident and it didn't really count it's, you know what i mean and yeah. so when they were trying to introduce Trini, I mean, not Trini, um, Kimberly as this former mean girl, I was like, okay, like, what did she do? Like a girl hit her and like, she called her a bitch or something. And then it's just like, no, she sent someone's nudes unsolicited to somebody else. And I was like, oh, that is really mean. Or like, <laughs> um, you know, that one TikTok thing where it's just like, dang, what did he do to make them niggas that mad? That was me. But I was like, why do all these girls hate her so much? Like, what did she do? And I was like, oh, so like I, if, if nothing else, I appreciate their willingness to be like, when we say that this is someone who used to like be a mean person, like we're actually going for that. Like, no, this isn't like some like cool, like, no, we had the cool rebels that were fighting back. This is someone who is actually mean and trying to be a good person. And again, I'm not saying all characters have to be like that, but if you're trying to set up a character as someone who was bad and now they're good or they were a mean person, but they're trying not to be anymore, then you really have to like build that up, you know? And obviously there are some things that are too far, right? Like there are some acts of character will commit and the audience would never like them because of that but it's just a line you have to ride and i think they wrote it well yeah to bounce off azura on that like i i agree because you see so many people that are fans of villains and fans of anti-heroes and it's not because that they're they have the best character or best personality but because of the journey that they've been on on the redemption to do better or to do good or to be worse you know whatever that might be people like those characters because they are committed to the character it's not like a oh they were bad but like they like you said they just like did something very very minor so they were like bad and it's like it's not that like you got to commit that's one thing and the other thing was that if i i haven't really been like heavy on the dialogue in this movie because i haven't really been all, like around you know communities uh, in the power rangers um before like meeting everybody here um but if people were disliking this movie for the drama or whatever at its core that is a power rangers like that that's power rangers you have these teens living their daily lives and like apart from you know doing super, super heroics being teens is like a good like chunk of the show so if people are really hating the show for developing its characters and telling what they do and what they do like and don't like and do and whatever whatever like that's an essential part of a power rangers movie and i think that they nailed that really well because you got 
got a good sense of all the characters outside of their Power Rangers persona. And I think like if they were to keep this going, like that would play to its strength because you move forward, like you're going when they're in their suits, you see by five different people in a different color. You don't know much about them, but having them develop like they were, you can see like, okay, like this ranger would do this and this ranger would do that and this they wouldn't. You know, you can really it's, it's more distinct. It's not just like five a group of random teenagers yeah. and they have interchangeable There's, per- power rangers, they're not stormtroopers. You supposed to right, be right. are outside of the suit. You know what I mean? Exactly. And like yeah. that I, that's bringing up suits. That's actually my favorite part of the movie and like people like yes. don't like the suits, but I think the suits actually like look really I love the suits. Really good. And yeah. like they just I don't I don't know what it is. Maybe people they said it is like overcomplicated doesn't look like the regular Power Rangers as well. You got to think about it. Most of the Power Rangers stuff were made on Nickelodeon budgets. This is a movie <laughs> budget. Like this is, yeah. you know, this is like big stuff. So they're not going to just make those same, you know, spandex suits with like literally no tech on it and they're Power Rangers. They're supposed to be these techie people. You know what I mean? So it's supposed to have techie suits. You know what I mean? And like, I like the suits. I thought they looked great. And I love the fact that they had to earn it rather than like you guys were saying before, rather than it just be like, oh, time to morph. And then they just all of a sudden do it because I would have been cheesy people would have been taken out of the movie but since they had to build up to that point where they earned it and they just started to come that's when it like it was like it felt earned it felt like you got like the serotonin boost when you saw the suits you're like oh my gosh they actually look cool and then they all started transforming and it, just, it was great and i really wish that they made a sequel honestly i wish it didn't get like canceled like the like i wish it got greenlit because like i really like this movie and i feel like this movie was appropriate for the times we're in a superhero renaissance people love superheroes especially at this time and i felt like this is a perfect movie this is a perfect genre to dive into the Power Rangers genre. I really feel like people would have dig this, but all of a sudden they just didn't like this movie because it took too much time for them to get into their suits and like it was just boring for two out of the three acts. Like what? It doesn't make sense. Just real quick, I think if the movie came out today, it would be more of a hit just because like now you have people that are kind of tired of the random action flick. Not saying that that movie was or whatever, but I think that the the drama and the development would have been more appreciated now than it, I mean, it is more appreciated now than it was before. So I definitely think that like people are, I, I'm saying that a lot of stuff really reflects how the comic industry went. You have people that were really hyped for MCU, DC, superheroes, woo. And then as time progressed, people were like, we kind of want more than just superheroes on a page. And that's what we got. And now as a result of the same thing, we're kind of getting more and more, not just, you know, bang pal superheroes we're getting like developed people with actual relations and i think that's i think power rangers was ahead of its time for that not to use that quote but yep. yeah it was and, and it this was. casting that probably came out too early mm-hmm. not to any fault of its own but i think yeah. like we're saying it would have been better received by maybe now we also can't talk about this movie and not talk about the fact that this is the best casting mm-hmm. Power Rangers has had. We have Naomi Scott, Princess Jasmine. We have um, RJ Seiler. I don't know any prominent roles he has, but he's still acting, which is good. You know, um, we have Becky G, mega Latin pop star. Becky G, yep. my girl. If you ever are feeling down, a forty and some Becky G will will never let you down. <laughs> like I'm telling you. Becky G is just like her music slaps. Becky G is beautiful. She's in this movie. Like I just I don't know when she's on screen. I just like staring at her. Like I just like being like damn. Like, <laughs> like, like you're Becky G. So you know someone was trying to make me feel bad for for being attracted to Becky G. I was like first of all, first of all, let me just say this. Let me just say this. At every point in my life, Becky G has been the same age as me. So if I'm not allowed to find Becky G attractive, I'm not allowed to find anyone attractive. Yeah. Like, no, you make a good point. You make a good point for real. I was like, like, it's not like I'm pulling out this chick's like seventh grade photos and being like, oh, you're cute. Like, like please get a grip. Please, please get a grip. 
please. No, I want to say on with that casting, I like, so like the whole thing about Power Rangers, that they were supposed to be teens with attitude, you know, like they were supposed, and I think they always said that, but I was like, I feel like, and I'm not talking trash about the original Power Rangers at all. I love the original Power Rangers. But they always try to make it seem like, oh, they're these cool teens with attitude. But like, I feel like they were all your stereotypical good kids, except for Tommy, if I remember correct. Right. And I think that also happens a lot in movies where they want to have like Kimberly erasure. Kimberly was definitely a feisty sort of, you know, I'm a Kimberly stan. I'm going to need you to include Kimberly if we're going to say Tommy. Right. Tommy and Kimberly. Anyways, my point is, is that they really went all the way. Like, like I always say, like, I made a TikTok the other day about how I feel like Breakfast Club, the Breakfast Club movie is a genre where you have, like, these five, like, juvenile delinquents, or just five delinquents if they're adults who, like, get together for some, like, greater purpose. And there's, like, a, a campfire-like scene where they, like, break down and they become friends. But I really liked that all five of them were troubled in some way or like like it really sold the things that these are outsiders like these are outcasts yeah. and i think a lot of movies mess that up where um they'll bring up a, a person like oh this person's an outcast but you know like they're they're um stereotypically attractive they're you know like they're like it's like this person would not be a loser at anybody's high school and obviously the actors they chose for the power rangers are attractive but they all have the things like billy being autistic like like we know that like neurodivergent people like still get heavily bullied like to this day like he's ostracized yeah yeah he's like neurodivergent he's 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 kind of like quote-unquote awkward um again kimberly reformed mean girl like um uh, trini Trini is like just quiet yeah Trini's quiet but she's a good example of people who get labeled negatively because they don't interact with people but then there's like a reason for it right because like i swear they like all thought but she was kind of but they're all felt like oh Trini's just like this mean girl and she doesn't talk to anybody but it's like she moves so much like she's ostracized for her family she's like there's no point in like making friends because i'm gonna lose them or they're gonna judge me or whatever and then like you had zach his whole thing with like his mom so he's like not even at school you know what i mean they just did a really good job being like these are truly five outcasts who have nobody but each other and who are like learning to love themselves through their friendship i think they did a really good job with that this felt like like i skipped also also, i skipped jason because the whole point of jason was that he kind of didn't belong with them like he was like the stereotypical like good promising kid and then he just pulled one too many pranks and the city had enough (laughs) but I thought Jason was like supposed to be like an example of those people who are like willing to stand up for like the kids that are getting picked on. Yeah, because like too, but like I felt like I don't know. I felt like he was more like you know what I mean because like he was like the star football player and he yeah. was like Mr. Popular and then like he you know did one too many stupid things. But no, like on a positive note, like he was like like he defended Billy and like you know all that kind of stuff. So this movie does also does like the songs it chooses for itself. Some of them are a little bit too on the nose like i feel like some of these could have been better than just picking songs that have the word power in it but <laughs> I, but but some of the songs they chose for like some specific moments i was like oh, okay this is a good song for like when they think billy is dead i thought that was a good choice um i liked that billy's autism was never portrayed as like a weakness it was mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i thought that was cool he was actually like the key he, he was the key in like figuring out how to morph actually yeah so yeah, wasn't he the first one wasn't he the first he, one to yeah. actually morph yeah yes for a second yeah yeah and okay well you know 
honestly speaking, I, I'm looking at the cast right now. Um, and I like I remember like watching them in like in the moment. I'm like, this isn't your average Power Ranger team. And I actually did have a little bit of a I don't know, I don't want to say problem with like the original cast, but like it was just like, uh, you know, I mean, I've got they they took a different turn from that. Um, honestly, I've watched like so many Power Rangers over the years. Um, SPD, <laughs> Operation Overdrive, <laughs> um, Mystic. Are you are you talking yeah, about? Mighty, um, are you talking about the original Mighty Morphin cast? Yeah, I'm really talking about encompassing all of them because I feel like they've all taken from that original yeah. Mighty Morphin cast. Yeah. I feel like they've all taken yeah. the same trope from that, and I I really think that like it was kind of time for just a little bit of a change. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Kind of like diverge mm-hmm. from that just a little bit. You know what I mean? I think this did this movie did a really good job of that. Yeah. yeah. If I'm being honest, I feel like this movie was the X Men moment for this series because you have like you have a lot of different kind of series, but you didn't really have any that kind of revolutionized the concept in any way so you had more people being represented you had more and when i say people i mean like more than just like on the outward you have like many things being represented in the characters and you have it being addressed really like in in a great way and it's not anything just like covertly either like it's some of it is very overtly so it's just i feel like this series really gave the character uh, good characterization and good uh, like you know what i'm trying to say yeah, no, I get what mean. no, I get what you're saying. Like uh, the thing is, when you watch these movies, right? The when you watch like I hate to bring Marvel into anything because it actually annoys me when people are like. First thing example I'm gonna do is compare to Marvel. But when you watch movies like Marvel, there's this thing called casual representation, which is the biggest load of horse shit I've ever heard. If you're not gonna do representation, don't do it. But don't like right. do this. We kind of did it by cat. No, you didn't. You did no, not. Well, look, Rody's here, but he's only gonna have three minutes. Of screen <laughs> yeah, time. it's like no, like at that point, you know, it's this isn't giving what you think it's giving. But it's just one of the brothers mentioning that he went on a date with a him for point two seconds. And the thing yeah, about it, this it, is it, that with with um with Power Rangers Hello. is that like I'm not gonna sit here and say that the representation for queer or autistic people. Well, I can't speak for autistic people, but like I'm not gonna to sit here and say that it's revolutionary or anything right it still yeah. could use some work but yeah yeah there is a conversation that happens when you are the first to do something when you're the first person to feature a black autistic hero when you're the first on, on the big screen of course yeah. um when you're the first person to feature a queer latina superhero like that conversation becomes much more important because you're the first one to do it right so when we look at like what marvel is doing where they're still doing similar things to power rangers where they're just mentions they're still and this movie came out in 2017 five years ago right like this is much more impactful because when you look at it you're like this movie is doing a lot for these characters and their special identities in a time when this was just kind of not really even heard of i guess like i i i I don't remember seeing a superhero movie where they were really diving into these two specific identities right there there's there's obviously other ones that they could have dove deeper into but if you really look at even kimberly i think that's a good look at like a modern high school girl in that specific identity frame i guess Mm -hmm. but i don't know i just think that they did a good job with their characters the only thing that really held them back was the fan base not willing to commit to a power rangers movie and wanting that and also the fact that the script could have been a bit stronger i was about to say what what do you think stopped it from being greenlit because i I was gonna like ask that question what do you think stopped it from getting a sequel the fan base didn't know what they wanted yeah i think it's like one is like audience perception i think like for for whatever reason the time that it came out all the little gripes like they didn't have enough 
enough of a basically it became popular as a cult classic but at the time not many people liked it and so they're like mm, we can't really justify spending this much money on a sequel if people aren't even gonna watch it you know so i think i think i honestly think that was the main thing especially since this is a very diverse movie both with like skin tones identities neurodivergencies and i'm sorry but you know like movies and tv shows like that always have to fight twice as hard yes. to have they really 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 have to prove that this is an absolute money maker so they're like i don't know like you which know. is super interesting because power rangers built its name off of diversity like the first power rangers when you really look at it it's it's i think jason is is native no I thought he was, but I don't remember. It's been too long since I seen could, him. He could be yeah. or he could not be, but we have him. We have David Yost, who's gay in real life. Billy is not, but I always had Ken and Billy is gay. Um, and then we have Trini, uh, Twee, rip, rest in peace. Then we have Aisha, of course, right? We have Zach, and then we have um, Adam, right? And he's Latino, I think. So, oh wait, yep. right? I believe so. So, I mean, it's interesting that like, kind of like Zora said, like it's so interesting that movies like this have to fight to even have representation make sense, quote unquote. And like it when that's what the the brand was built off of. Like, I, I personally think, to be honest, I I love Power Rangers. Like, some of my favorite memories as a kid are like swimming in the pool at my cousin's apartment and getting out, and I have my sandwich with like Doritos with in it, and I'm just yeah, yeah my hands are wet. Out the pool. Yes, <laughs> and then I'm like watching Power Rangers in the background, and it was Wild Force. Of course, mm -hmm. I remember in this specific memory, and it was Wild Force. The fattest nap of your life, like right. somehow, <laughs> like after swim sleeps were just yeah. Like, oh my god! And like those are just some of so like watching Power Rangers or anything Power Rangers. Really reading the comics it just takes me to a place of like comfort like it just yeah. makes me feel like it makes me feel good when i watch things like that so watching the movie when i went to go see it i was like i wonder what this is going to do and the things that people were complaining about it were just things that happen in a power rangers movie like they were like some people were like it's too different from power rangers that we know some people were like it's too formulaic to the power rangers formula and i'm like man you guys don't know what you want because like right. the movie gave you go go power rangers the song those Megazords oh were not God. as bad I as you guys were making it out to be. Megazord was fine. <laughs> like I, I, I'm not gonna say that the Megazord was perfect, but I liked it. I liked the way it yeah. looked. I honestly don't even remember what the Megazord looked like. I was just excited. The, um. the Megazord for me is important because I feel like that's the beauty of Power Rangers. You get this superhero show, and it's like two shows in one because you get that part, and then you get the big robot fight at the end to get all your CGI necessity out. But yeah. I mean CGI at the time because it's Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> well, actually, but if you go back and look at it, a lot of the times it was literally just a toy that they zoomed in on, and it's so funny to look at. It's like a toy in the middle of like dry ice zoomed in on. It. It's so funny. But that's what I think. That's what I think um, held the movie back was that it it really was just in a time where people were were like not willing to admit that they wanted a Power Rangers movie. Like if like I remember even people asking me when I when I told them I was gonna go watch it, they're like, "Oh, you're really gonna go watch it?" I was like, "Yeah." Like I'm I'm dead ass. I I have some of the reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. The, some of the negative reviews. I'm gonna read five of them and just like. So the first I get one to says, clap back. It, no, if we're doing this, I get to clap back because you can't do this to me. No, you can clap back at the end. It's five. It's really okay, quick. Okay. So the first one is it needed more fan service. The second one is it was boring and I didn't expect that. The third one is sadly in this, the third Power Rangers movie, the crass exploitation is in full effect, but uh, anything goes spirit is nowhere to be found. And then like another one says, be ready to be intrigued by a bunch of kids, then get bored and confused by the conclusion that somehow took two hours to get to. Now, what was 
They you said me. a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah, no, no, they said like, nothing. Was, no, no. What was confusing about the ending of Power Rangers? I don't. Okay, I look. Don't this understand. is something we need to remember, guys. <laughs> look at every single Power Rangers movie that's had a cinematic outing. None of them are necessarily critical darling. So I don't know, like, you know what I mean? So it's like when you go into this, and the movie has the highest rate among critics. Power Rangers 2017 is the highest rated Power Rangers movie. The bar is low. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> So I, I can't like, get over how they said the ending was confusing. What was confusing the mo- about the it? The majority of that just read like it's not like what I used to watch. Like that's that's all so I read from. The fan service is bullshit like, too. Power Rangers 2017 ending meaning. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't Inception, bro. Like. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait. One thing I want to say, one gripe about the movie that people bring out, which is actually one thing I like about the movie, is people always complain about the product placement of Krispy Kreme, like the shameless (laughs) Krispy Kreme placement. But listen, the reason why I like it, why I liked why I thought it was funny, is because I love when... It's but if when movies are able to just blatantly show that they're being funded by a certain company <laughs> and it's like you just have to deal with it because I hate when they try to play it off and it's just like oh let me just go to Bing and look this up I'm like nobody <laughs> uses Bing we know what you're doing you're not slick you know what I mean and I think it's it's almost to me product placements are more irritating when I feel like you're playing with my intelligence like I think yeah. that like I didn't see that you just did an ad read for Coca-Cola in the middle of this Transformers movie like like, I didn't know what that was. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, like if you guys have seen Kingsman, like, that's one of the funniest product placement moments ever because they're at this big fancy place and he's, like, in his mansion and he's just like, we're going to have dinner. And he picks up the little fancy plate thing and it's literally just a spread of McDonald's with, like, happy meals <laughs> in the background. And it was so funny because I love when a movie is just like, yeah, they paid us and we're showing their product. What are you going to do about it? So, when she's just like, we must go to the Krispy Kreme and they let go and there's like <laughs> a giant Krispy Kreme. Dude, that 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 she's, voice was perfect. By the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's in there like eating a donut. Like I don't know, especially since Power Rangers. And this word gets thrown around a lot, but Power Rangers historically is camp. That was like one of the most camp yeah. things you could have did in a movie where like the secret to everything is underneath a freaking Krispy Kreme, and they cut to them like inside <laughs> eating a plate. It's supposed donut. to be camp. Yeah. Well, exactly. Fun. This is the thing. It's like. It's one of those things where I know that this Netflix series that they're working on, because that's the next Power Rangers right now. Oh, they have no. one more coming out. And Are I guess. Are they going to try to like Winx Club? Yes. yes. Oh, don't do that. Why would you yes. just say that? Why would you just... No, that's what I'm saying. And it's like, listen, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say is all you got to do is get Shattered Grid, right? Take the thing you already have and establish we're going from PG to PG-13. That's all (laughs) you have to do. Like, you know what I mean? They have some great comics. Like, there's this... Okay, so there's this... And I have to talk about this now because you guys got me wind up. So there's this comic with Jen Scott's from Time Force. And there's this whole thing with time travel, right? Where they talk about how if, if you go back in time, even if it's a second, right? The person you love isn't really your version of the person you love. When you go back in time, anything you do will affect that time stream to the point where that person you know isn't necessarily the person you know. So when you go back in time to try to get them, you'll never really have the person you love. That isn't the person you know. 
So it, I don't know, seeing things like Power Rangers have like this amazing writing that isn't utilized in film when they're literally out thinking endings like Cap's ending in Endgame, which is not my favorite. Um, <laughs> but Do you prefer Buzz Lightyear's ending in the movie Lake? <laughs> <laughs> I... I will not I will not review this movie out of pure hatred. Why? It was so Lightyear is the most wildly mediocre animated movie <laughs> I have dogs. seen in a long time. Dang. You're crazy. Lightyear, <laughs> Lightyear is one of the most wildly unemotional, unintelligent, mediocre, no drive, bland voice acting, no type of character what? development, no type of anything. It is garbage. Mr. Christopher Evans, he did not mean that. <laughs> You know that you know that Chris Evans watches this, and I'm so sorry, Chris, but you know you're not meant to be a voice actor. You're not. You're meant to be an actor. Actor. You do not have what it takes to be a voice actor. Extremely high and go see like. But no, like we both got like stupid high, or I was stupid high. I was gone, and we have to edit this out. We're gonna have to edit this out. We really okay? Sorry. We're not gonna promote drugs on our podcast, Zora. But it was in Los Angeles. It was legal. It was in Los. I mean, relatability sells. Right? <laughs> most, of, most of the people are, that listen to this are probably. And we can probably put it on Spotify. I've heard people talk about we have Spotify. You probably can't put it on YouTube. Okay. But yeah, we yeah, I've heard I've followed so many people where they like talk about things, but whatever. It's, and we're explicit. Me and Habit, <laughs> we went to watch it. And I well, first of all, when I'm high, everything is hilarious. So me and Habits, not obnoxiously, right? Like we're not being loud so that people can hear it, but we're sitting right next to each other. So we're like whisper roasting the movie. And it got to a point where I swear we were telepathically linked. <laughs> Something would happen and we would just look at each other and Dude. It was, I won't Dude. say, because I've never seen it sober. So I feel like I can't fairly like rate it because I have not seen it where I'm like fully at presence of mind. But I remember when it got to the ending and they're like, it's future buzz. And like, all this stuff <laughs> I was losing it. I was like, who wrote this? Not gonna lie. It, everything seems trashier and funnier when you're like, not sober. Like, I watched. Oh, yeah. I watched the Sonic movies like that, and I was crying, bro. They were so funny. But anyway, they were good movies. Sonic. I just wanted to just bring that up. I know, like, um, the Lightyear thing was like a quote unquote inside joke because Habits and I saw it together in LA. The third, oh, the third <laughs> act was garbage. We should definitely probably talk about Lightyear. My my biggest, I guess, thing that I am mad about is the fact that we're never gonna see the Green Ranger. Like, yes, the, the teasing with a tease tommy at the end yes that was wild because it was just his jacket it was just the iconic jacket and we were because they were what did they they like called his name and roll right yeah and then there was his jacket on the chair it was like we're getting tommy was that the confusing was that the confusing ending the person (laughs) (laughs) that was the confusing ending he's like but tommy wasn't in class i don't understand what's that one tic tac i don't understand (laughs) my whole thing how do you how do you call power rangers confusing how is Power no, Rangers confusing? I'm literally recalling that movie and trying to figure out what was confusing about it. The thing yep. is that that's the that was the thing that held the movie back was that they were a little bit too forward with how they were t- like they would literally be like oh this is the end and it's like okay it's letting you know the third <laughs> act is starting. Yeah, oh, I don't understand about Zordon in this movie. 
Yeah, movies and shows do this this thing where like they think that their audience is so dumb because of what they see on the reviews and like Twitter and like social media in general. And they're like, oh, they're probably going to think that we're too like difficult. So let's just, you know, give it to them in a silver spoon and like maybe they'll get it and we'll get more money. And I hate that because like people who actually use their brain are like, I don't want you to tell me. I want to like put it together myself. Show me. Exactly. Yeah. Um I will say, don't take that advice too far because I do hate a movie that's just like every single thing in this movie is up to interpretation. <laughs> after a while, Joker. I'm gonna get mad. No, not even Joker. Um, Halloween ends. Um, I haven't seen that. I heard it was garbage. Same. Yeah. I feel like we should talk about Zordon and how he's the most unlikable character in this movie. I hated yes. him so much. Like, and the thing is that they did, one thing that really benefited them, and this is tied together, I promise, um, from, like, veering away from kind of typical Power Ranger stuff, was I think it did give us some room to, like, have to expect the unexpected. Because I was genuinely worried that there was a chance that Billy was going to die and we were going to get sword on instead of Billy. Because I feel like had they done it super similar to the original, I'm like, oh, there's no way they're going to kill Billy up. But I'm like, hey, like they switched some of these characters' names around, like some characters' backstories have been changed. And I was saying like, oh, there's fully, I remember I looked at my friends and I was like, if Billy dies, I'm walking out of this theater and I'm not finishing this movie. And I just remember, and like they showed Zordon, I don't know, like I felt he was fully capable of like taking someone's life just so he could come back so i was like gripping my armrest like like playing like i had my purse in my hand i was like if he dies and zordon walks through that wall i'm especially with the only black guys black guy dies trope like i can't stand the trope i don't know like i i wasn't fond of zordon i think it was a really interesting character update like he was basically like this movie's professor x like comic book professor x it was like well (laughs) it was interesting because david yost the original blue ranger faced like rampant homophobia on set on the original mighty morphin power rangers and i guess billy no what's his name The, the, the guy who played zordon um brian cranston yeah he was yeah. saying like homophobic things towards david really yost because i loved brian cranston stuff and i'm like oh my god and he was like trying to play it off like a joke and and david yost was like yeah i know it's it's really funny but like that's kind of the stuff i would deal with on set and you know that's exactly why i don't really try to get involved with that anymore um and he was just trying to like gaslight him like he was like oh i didn't think that you know he tried to do that whole little bit and mm-hmm. I, know, I just thought it was interesting because like it was brought Zordon up in an interview <laughs> yeah for real so i guess like the just to fi- put a nail in the coffin uh what do you guys give it on a scale of one to ten? Oh, we forgot to do this for the werewolf by night okay um <laughs> um oh, hmm. i was say objectively 8.5 out of 10. Actually, mine too. Yeah, mine's 8.5. I was just rooting off of pure I really like this movie it would be a 10 out of 10. But if I'm being objective, it's like 8.5 out of 10. I, I give, give this it. movie a 1 out of 10. It's absolute garbage. Stop, stop it. it. <laughs> it's- I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and cut their mic. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's an eight in my opinion. Objectively speaking, it was an eight. I enjoyed it. I wish there was a sequel. It makes me mad. Um, but eight, yeah, definitely an eight for me. When you <laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna I'm also go with the I'm gonna go with the eight point two five just to be different. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right. There's always room for improvement. You know, you don't want to give a movie too high a score. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like habits his favorite phrase. <laughs> But like everybody said, it was a good movie. Uh, it was 
It was really good overall. I don't know why I got so much hate. And so far, Mean Girl still remains the highest. <laughs> Undefeated. Until we drop this Disney episode and Zora is like, animals should die. That is not, I swear to God, if I listen to this episode and you edit it to make me sound like some kind of monster. You know what's gonna, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like pasted together. Zora's gonna be like, (laughs) yes, I think that animals should die. Thanks everyone for watching another episode of Geeks and Peaks and we'll catch you next episode. See ya. Bye. Bye guys.